Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for November 15th through the 21st of 2020. And this week kicks off on Sunday with our super new moon in Scorpio. So just a quick sidebar, super moons are when the sun, moon, and earth are in more direct alignment, more perfect alignment, and the moon is a little closer, and so the pull is a little stronger. This happens every year. And there's two or three in new moons back to back and two or three in full moons back to back. Right now, we are in a series of super new moons. In the spring of 2020, we had three super full moons back to back, which facilitated a little more intense endings going on. Now we have the intense new beginnings being birthed. This Scorpio new moon is really powerful for seeding your deepest soul level desires. This is an annual opportunity to return to the infinite void, which is a conception point where we can set some completely new intentions. There is also additional energy available at this time from your invisible team of support, your own angels, ancestors, and animal spirit guides who walk with you now and always. This new moon opens a portal of sorts, one that allows us to align with the power of transformation, transcending the current form on individual as well as social and collective levels. And because the form is being seeded at this time, you may not exactly know what the logistics are in 3D, but you can connect with the essence, which is a little more like 5D, of what you want to co-create, the essence of what you want to feel, the essence of what you want your earthly experience to be. Connect to that essence. Connect to the level of authentic power that your individual system can handle at this time and connect to that which you want to bring to life, that which you want to bring from invisible form into visible form in a way that serves you and benefits others while harming none. Then do your power wishes or Scorpio intentions around initiating another annual cycle of transformation and manifestation. Remember, this is the creative void where we seed our intentions. We're conceiving the new year. We are expanding the possibilities as we speak that enable us to combine our deepest core values with our most expanded vision for humanity. One soul at a time. Deep breath. This new moon asks us to get congruent with our inner and outer selves and renew our commitment to positive change. All of this speaks to the new realms emerging in place of all that has crumbled in recent years. Many sprouts of your hard work are now breaking ground. And if not, I suspect that a clearing is in the works, so it won't be long and you need to just hang in there. As you're setting your new moon intentions, consider how you feel about Pluto issues specifically. Death, power, sex, and money, among other things. They don't teach us how to deal with these issues in school, most parents don't teach their children in Western culture, so we all just do the best we can through trial and error. These are integral parts of life, and there is a rhythm to them that you can learn for yourself. A Scorpio new moon helps you renew your dedication to holding your own structure, owning your own inner authority, and directing your own personal power in new and better ways. All of that is getting an upgrade thanks to the additional alignments in the sky pattern. So I would add here that it's also the time of year when we do the most divinations and consulting with the ancestors, angels, and animal spirit guides, because it is this time of year when we ask for the clarity on all that has gone before so that we can make the best decisions about how to go forward with their blessing. 
There is an underworld journey of sorts that is available and customized for each of us, but I am happy to guide and support you as you navigate your own. I am finding that I have to schedule integration time these days because the energies are so rich and potent. So do what you can to get some alone time to process. This is a conception point, which is an opportunity to co-create with your soul and the universe. I did some special divinations that I shared on the 1111 portal teleconference with Shanta Gabriel because we have several alignments before, after, and leading up to winter solstice. So I pulled cards from the Vision Quest Tarot deck, and I have linked this in our blog post for the week. There's also a link if you missed the 1111 so that you can request the replay. Same day on the 15th, we also have Venus squaring Pluto. 16th, it squares Jupiter. And at the end of the week on the 19th, it squares Saturn. So here's the deal. We've already had Sun run through this crew. We know this crew is wrapping it up almost done so it's really interesting that we had to have certain things illuminated first had to have some identity things rearranged and purpose things rearranged to get to this value check the thing that i think is kind of fascinating is that there's a couple of things one this is venus in libra squaring off with the crew in capricorn what i want to say is venus is in the current cycle of gemini If she had not retrograded and lingered there, Venus might have missed this window to catch up with this crew before they leave for permanently, you know, for many years to come. So I think it's extremely valuable that we recognize that we have seen these activations before and we've heard Kelly talk about them before. But this time we need to take a little bit of extra attention because our values and priorities are completely getting rearranged too now, now that we've awakened to new levels of consciousness and acquired a certain level of education over the last one, three, six, nine, or 12 years, it's all culminating now to, again, make those better choices for going forward. And we know that there is as close to a clean slate of starting fresh and new in a new world order as we could possibly see with our own eyes, right? So this is a really interesting time. Don't be distracted by what's done and over, but get real present in your own situation with your own people and the people that you care about and that you want to live and work and play with. Create those bonds and kinship and connections and bridges to different communities that you want to participate with sometimes and some more than others, right? So we We're making our new connections. Venus is all about that. It's all about what's important to us and where is that kinship and connection and essence that runs through all of us, that connects us all. It represents that art and beauty, which like music transcends language. We don't have to know what the words are to feel what the musician or the artist is trying to say. That's totally Venus and Libra's domain. And so she's also her strongest there, right? So these are powerful alignments this week where... Yes, you might be asking really hard questions about your relationships and finances or both, but it's so worth the examination to get yourself clear so that the choices you make in your relationships and finances over the the remaining month or so of the year, really. But looking for that forward movement and ability to really apply what you've learned all year, first thing in the spring, like March, April. For spring equinox is going to be so powerful. It's almost going to be spring loaded. It's just going to pop us on out into the next level and it's so deep so this is preparation for that and so worth worth a little extra once over gotta say 
So she starts out with Pluto and then goes to Jupiter. So first she wants to transform everything, do the purification, dig up in it, go get to the root, okay? Then she wants to get with Jupiter and expand things and make sure that we're really getting all the good out of everything that we have learned from the relationships that went well or that did not or the financial decisions that went well or did not in the last, let's just keep it to a year or two, right? And know that you have to let go of something before you can expand with a Jupiter blessing and have a new kind of consciousness about it as it leads to Saturn, where you really negotiate what you're gonna bring into form and build and ground and anchor into place, right? So this is the last kind of reorganization with this crew. Also in the cardinal energy, so Aries, Libra, Cancer, Capricorn, you're all feeling this the most, but we all have it somewhere that these energies have been leaning on for years. So you should already know your themes by now, right? So it's wherever your Libra and Capricorn departments are that are trying to work it out. It's working out what your real responsibilities are within the context of your relationships and commitments, you know, financial commitments and things like that. There's a new order. You can make new contracts. You can make new agreements based on the new knowledge and wisdom that you've acquired in the last year or two. So when she squares off with Pluto, this activation brings intensity and always challenges us to grow out of comfort zone into new territory where our relationships and finances are concerned. It creates very intense emotional responses and experiences with others that tend to trigger insecurities or hidden fears in one or both of you. Stability is not part of the equation at the moment, so prepare for inevitable change. When Pluto's in the game, we're going to change something permanently. You've probably already felt it coming, the shift in your relationship or financial situation. Well, it's here now, so you can be proactive on your own behalf or you can suffer the consequences of postponing the inevitable. You may have heard me say along the way, pay now or pay double later. That applies to this transit too. The natural reaction may be to try to hold on to the job or relationship, but try not to give in to that temptation. Pluto intensifies everything, and the more you resist the necessary purification and change that Pluto brings, the more painful it usually is. It's better to clarify your values and priorities and choose change rather than have it forced upon you, which is basically Pluto's way if we don't go willingly or if we take too long or if things are starting to get toxic and stagnant, nature takes over. Either way, once the dust settles, you should be better off because things either change for the better or go away altogether, making room for something new and more in alignment with your values and priorities of now. So that's Sunday, our new moon and Venus Pluto. So I would definitely work my relationship and financial goals into this new moon for sure. When she squares off with Jupiter, this is the two benefactors coming together. So even in a square, it could be fun because if you've done all your work and you're really okay, then it is a happy-go-lucky kind of energy that doesn't really want to be bothered with the mundane. However, you must not allow this passing energy to get you so off track that it costs you more than it is worth down the road. If you don't have any pressing obligations, then this will be a fun, relaxing time, possibly with friends or doing something sociable. However, if you have work to do, make sure it gets done first so you can truly enjoy yourself without the worry of the pile being bigger when you return. Watch the excesses as well, food, drink, and or spending. On a deeper level, you may have to make some adjustments in your relationships or finances. Jupiter always reveals 
how we make things bigger, consciously or not. And this activation usually helps us be more realistic so we can align our true priorities with our grand vision of the future. So that's an important thing to do right now. And it is a little more important than kicking back, having some fun. We do have some things to prepare for in the new year that the better we do here and now, the safer we'll be then. So then the 17th is Tuesday when Mercury will oppose Uranus for the third and final time. So it has gone retrograde in Scorpio, gone direct in Libra, and made its way back to Scorpio again. That's how it's opposing Uranus in Taurus right now. So this is lower mind and higher mind getting together in an opposition, balancing out these aha moments in general, basically. But think of how your consciousness has been shifted and how you've been exposed to ideas, thoughts, and concepts that you would consider radical, let's just say that, before, you know, a year or two ago. And now it seems to be just every day, right? So this energy tends to make your mind work in overdrive. Not that you think too much, even though that's some of it for some of us, but rather you may tend to think, speak, and process information faster than usual. However, when you're moving that fast, sometimes you can overlook something vital. The negative expression of this energy tends to make you feel scattered and disorganized. But the positive side of it is making those brilliant connections that are normally just out of reach. So I don't know about y'all, but all through the Mercury retrograde, it felt very scattered and disorganized, but some incredible ahas came through too. Your perception and intuition are picking up so much in such a short period of time that you will want to review the details later to ensure you didn't overlook something crucial to your development. You may be impatient with the same old, same old routine, but check in with your body to make sure it's not just your monkey mind playing tricks on you. It's a good time to breathe and be flexible because if you are impatient with this energy, you're also more likely to make mistakes. Anytime Uranus is involved, radical shifts and aha moments are totally possible on an internal level. However, on an external level, you may tend to blurt things out without proper forethought. Be sure to engage your heart in some kind of filter, especially when communicating with others this week. So deep breath. This is a better energy for communing with your invisible team. Let's just say that. The 19th is Thursday when the sun will sextile Saturn. This is an opportunity. This is really good. This energy is good for getting serious and organized because the sun also brings some much needed clarity. With Saturn involved, practical actions based on responsible assessments will be rewarded, whereas blowing things off or leaving loose ends will cost you, usually fairly immediately, the instant karma way. Even if this should happen to you, it's not personal, but Saturn's way of showing you immediately where your current limitations are. That's good information to have when making choices and decisions. This activation gives you access to self-discipline and the ability to consider all your options before deciding on anything. This is a good time to focus on your professional goals, if possible, and start making a solid, feasible plan for the future. If you need to, seek the advice of a trusted, wise elder, anyone with more knowledge and experience than you. And if you can't actually do something in the direction of your goals today, then take the time to meditate and connect to your plan mentally. Deep breath. So then we have the final activation and Venus's final square to this crew with Saturn. So this is the relationship review take stock one. You know, anytime it's squaring off with Saturn, it's we're questioning everything. 
all our partnerships, all our collaborations, all our relationships. And it tends to make us feel cool and detached with loved ones, which can be hard on some folks. But it is time to take stock of your relationships and really evaluate the level of balance between giving and receiving. Business or personal, relationships must have a balance of give and take. You may feel more aware of your true independence in life and start re-evaluating the need for certain relationships at this time. This energy pushes you to dig for your individual fortitude and determination to live according to your own personal values and priorities. So corrections or adjustments may be necessary and fairly obvious at this time. You may feel lonely, depressed, or disconnected, but it's just the universe forcing you to question or assess your current relationships, how you interact with others, and how you allow them to interact with you. It's good to periodically evaluate even the strongest relationship and check the foundation. Don't give in to ego-based fears, focusing on lack and limitation or what is not working, but instead build on your strengths and honor the goodness that you have created together, as well as within yourself. This is the best time for intentional solitude because the insights you acquire through this process will help you down the road to stabilize your future. And so this is bookends of intentional solitude. This is a week where, again, you have more access to your invisible team than the visible team. So be okay with that because there's some messages we have to get quiet and still and open our receptors, turn our receivers on to even get. And this is a good week to do it because the new moon is the dark of moon. This is going up on Friday the 13th, which is a magical day. It's Venus's day, the sacred feminine on the day that Mars goes direct, the sacred masculine. So we have all this renewal happening. And like I said, I touched on it in the 11.11 call, but most of you on my list have gotten the links to the special alignments for 2020. This is a time to review that. And the Mars activations where Mars interacted, like we just talked about Venus this week, squaring off with Pluto and them. Mars did it too. Mars had some activations in Aries from the other side of things squaring off with Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. And so I did a special YouTube and audio that was linked in on my blog as well. It's very easy to find and on my YouTube channel. So if you want to dig deeper into Mars or the special alignments of the year, which are still happening, we are so in the window of power for the rest of November for sure, as we rise in December to birth a new story, to birth a new social order with Jupiter and Pluto getting together on winter solstice and initiating a new level of consciousness for humanity that literally hasn't been on the planet since 12 to 1400. It's really big. It's been 800 years since we've gotten access to this higher consciousness. And we're coming out of 800 years in Earth signs with these two that also coincided with so much of raping and pillaging the Earth that we absolutely cannot sustain going forward. So just in the nick of time, are we going to move into the air signs, which have way more to do with the people and humanity and better ideas for functioning in our social collective realms. At the same time, it's challenging when the whole world wakes up at the same time. So back into human size, back into the mirror, back into the individual you can control and work with. And that's where I dial it back in and say what changes you can do for yourself absolutely ripple out and affect the social collective realms. That's where your focus should be. Scorpio is internal soul level. This is once a year where you get permission to turn inward and be quiet and just receive. 
I'm doing as much as I can. It's just all these kind of weird hours when I get to do it. And that sometimes is the case. You know, we got to work around real life, but you've got to make this time for yourself to check in and see where you're at. The self-inventory is still up. So figuring out what you have and what you need before you make these choices about the new year, which frankly, Mars just went forward. So we've still got major shadow to get through to through the end of the year. But come January, I think we get a couple of weeks where all the planets are forward. And that's when we'll really set our intentions for the new year and get the ball rolling. Meantime, do what you can. Reach out when you need to. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off. Have a fantastic week.